just pull this out of our ass, Josh. Sounds good. All right. Okay. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, we're uh, pleased to have us have a guest with us today. John Janicek is a strength coach from Longview High School, and uh, John and I have known each other for several years now, uh, having run into each other at uh, Olympic weightlifting meets in the state of Texas. Believe it or not, I've been to an Olympic weightlifting meet. Several. Yeah. He's seen me. Yeah. He's seen me. I do know something about this. He's coached me. In fact. Yeah. A little bit. Fixed so, a few things. Anyway, uh, John is uh, uh, an important guy in our business, and uh, he posts on the board all the time, and those of you that read the board on a regular basis uh, understand the value of his contributions. He is one of about three high school strength and conditioning coaches in the entire world that actually know what the hell he's doing. And yes, the rest of you, I'm talking to you. Okay, and uh, we're going to talk to John a little bit, and we're going to see if we can teach you a couple of things. John, thanks for being with us today. Glad to be here. Uh, how are you different? And I know you know you're different. What what's different about what you do than the standard practice? Let's let, let's then let's do this. Let's talk about what is the standard training protocol for high school athletes in weight rooms across the country. And what do you do that's not that way? Well, I think the biggest the biggest problem is conditioning. I said you've got you've got a lot of football coaches that run the strength program and. The idea of let's run them into the ground, make them strong for the fourth quarter, make them tough, make them so they don't quit, do all this stuff mm -hmm. is just it's just a hot, bunch of high rep, make them make them sweaty, run them right. till they drop, run them till they puke. It's a it's a you complete know. misunderstanding of the yeah. situation. Football but, practice makes them conditioned. Right. Strength makes them strong for the fourth quarter. Right. Not conditioning. Right. And listen, listen to what we're telling you. Okay. If if your kids get strong from the strength program under the bar, the fourth quarter is easier than if you assume that running makes them strong for the fourth quarter because it does not. And, you know, I, I know what goes on. I know yeah. what goes on in, in weight rooms across the country. What has been your experience with uh, uh, your fellow coaches? I Both think, in your school and in the the schools that you're in contact with. I think the biggest thing is it's it's that misconception of we've got to train them for the fourth quarter and we've got to get them ready for that by doing all this extra conditioning. And when they break it down and look at it, you know, when I was at the University of Nebraska, Boyd Epley sat down and they just took a they took a entire game of football and they took a couple stopwatches. How long the kid played, how long they stopped and rested, how long they played, how long they stopped and rested. And they said, hey, I think we should start training guys this way. We don't condition them. They, they go four to six seconds at a time for about 60 times a game. He said in a, in a, in a time of a three- or four-hour football game, this guy's worked three minutes. Right. So right. he said, we're going to start. Five-mile time has really nothing to do with Yeah, that. we don't do anything that long during that time. And I said, these, these guys, even on a 10-play drive, there's still X amount of time between the plays. Right. that they get to recover and refill that fuel tank right. and come back in and said that's we it's, should start training them that way and it's they, a series of short anaerobic bursts right to which strength contributes more 
than conditioning, even for short anaerobic bursts. Right. And what, what I try to tell these other coaches about that is that they'll tell me this and I'll say, well, what you're, what you're training your kid to do is do something at about 70% effort, but a whole bunch of times where my kid could do it at a hundred or 105% effort for eight or 10 times, go take a break and come do it again and get to go take a break and come do it again for the entire game where your kid may be able to look decent, but only at about 70%. So I said, I'll take my 110% over your 70%. Right. Or, my 110% kicks your 70% ass. Right. And it's, I mean, what did that take? A stopwatch yeah, and stop a game watch. film. Yeah. And this right? is, and this is 1990. This is when I, when I came to Texas in 2000, and sat down with my first football staff. I thought, this is Texas 5A football. What am I going to tell these guys? I've been in college strength and conditioning for 10 years. What am I going to tell these guys that they don't already know? This is like everything. This is this is like the <laughs> this is like the professional level of high school football down here. Right. And but I sat down and but listened. But it's not, is it? And no. And I sat I sat down and listened to some of the stuff these guys do. And they said we can't get strong because we will do, we'll have a set, we'll kid have a kid do a set of squats, then he'll do a set of jumps, then he'll do a set of push-ups, then he'll do a set of running in place, and then it says turn to squat again. And we can't figure out why we can't get this kid to squat more. <laughs> and I'll say, why are you doing all that other stuff? And he said, well, it's extra work for the fourth quarter. And I said, why don't you just have him stand there? And he goes, and do what? And I said, and recover. Like they do in the fourth quarter. Exactly, and they all just looked at me <laughs> and I actually had like a head, they do in the fourth quarter. I had actually had a head coach look at his strength coordinator. Look, he looked over and he goes, "Hey, write this stuff down." <laughs> <laughs> so this is and so I this, so, is, this is cutting edge Archimedes level shit. Here. So so right there, I thought I probably was a little bit going to be a little bit useful. So well, you know, it, if, if they'll listen to you, right? You know, but what have you learned about high school football coaches in the period of time you've been dealing with? Well, I've learned that I only go to work for the ones where I sit down and talk to them and say, this is how I'm going to run it. And if they don't want to do it that way, I wouldn't work there. Right. So in other words, what you've learned is, is they're not listening. Right. Yeah. You're not, you're not going to change someone. You're not going to change someone's uh, perception of how they've been doing things forever, because this is the way we used to do it when I was there. This is the way we used to do it back in the day. This is the way we used to do it. And, and so many of them. Yeah. That interesting back in the day. Back in what day? Right. The day when y'all went five and eight? Yeah. That that day? Or you ran mile times with 200-pound linemen. You, yeah. you know, it's just, it's it's right. a whole it's a whole yeah. different game now. And, right. And to have kids, you know, we, uh, my weight room where I'm at, across the hallway is the visiting locker room for every Friday night for our football games. Mm-hmm. So we'll have these big, well-known <clears throat> football programs come in, look through the weight room window, knock on the door, and come in and, They'll start asking me questions, so I just leave the door open and I'll talk to them. And it's just, it's again, I'm st- I still have this mindset in my head that these guys know what they're doing, and yeah. and they come in and they start telling me, they'll say, "What do you do?" And I said, "We clean, we bench, we squat, we press, we back squat, we front squat, not much else." And they go, "Oh, we tried that, it doesn't work." But what, but what but what we do is this, and then I'll say, you know, they'll they'll see the platforms and they'll say, well, what do you do on the platforms? I'll say, oh, we snatch and we clean and we front squat and we deadlift. And, and I'll say, as a matter of fact, like I told one team coming in one time, they were on a Friday night. They said, uh, what, a, what, you know, I asked what you, the kids were doing. And I told them, I said, well, we, we do this on there. And then I said, uh, I said, yeah, as a matter of fact, I just had my first four kids do 225 the other day. And one of them goes, well, we have, we have kids do clean 225. And I said, snatch. 
<laughs> I said, I said, so they, so they had five, they said they have five kids that were proud of cleaning 225. Cleaning 225. I said, I, I said, I got 65 that can do that. And they just looked at me and, yeah, you know, yeah, they, one of those. They, and, and they, I, and I just, I, I, I just couldn't believe it. I, they said, you know, they talked about, oh, I've got a couple kids that do 400 on a deadlift. I said, I've got 50 kids that can deadlift 400. 400 is not, see, this is what they don't understand. Yeah. 400 deadlift. If that, if, if a 400 deadlift, a 405 deadlift to you represents amazing strength, you don't understand. You just don't understand. That's really not even baseline. I'll bet John has got 20, dead, 20 guys on his team deadlifting 500 plus. At least. Yeah. Right? That's baseline. Okay, and we're talking about high school seniors. You know, if your program is not generating 500-pound deadlifts for your high school seniors, you're doing this wrong. You're doing this wrong. And the guys that are doing it right are going to beat you. They're going to beat your ass. And you better get caught up. You better begin to understand the fundamentals of strength and conditioning. Strength is developed by the exercises that require strength. And anything else you add to that during that workout is detrimental to the development of strength. If strength is not the limiting factor in an exercise, then that exercise does not develop strength. So if you have your kids squat, and then have them do push-ups, and then have them do Fran, and then have them run Murph, and then, you know, climb the rope 15, 20 times, and then come to their second set of squats, they're not going to get strong because you don't understand your job. Okay? John can teach it to you if you'll let him show you. And uh, this is, uh, it's amazing to me. This, this, happens, this, this happens at the college level, at the professional level. And, and what it boils down to is that you have an entire profession of strength and conditioning people the entire profession is hiding behind the genetics of the athletes that the recruiter puts in the locker room Correct. because they don't know their profession. Right. I think, I think another big thing too is you have any place that I've been, when I walk in, the last thing on my mind is going to the soccer coach or the football coach or the basketball coach. Mm -hmm. As soon as I get in and introducing myself to him and saying, Hey, my name is John Janchek. I'm the new strength coach. By the way, I saw this basketball play on YouTube I think you should use. Or I saw this practice routine on YouTube, or I saw this, <laughs> I saw this or that. I think you That's should try excellent. it. I, I think and you should try it, it because you know, it, it might work because yeah. I mean it worked on TV. Yeah, I've got an idea and I you think know? you should try it. I have no idea what your experience is, but everywhere I've been, every every one of them has come to me like I'm some overwhelmed 19-year-old, you know, right. that's just come there yeah. that they just they need your there. advice yeah and i've, I've right. got programs i've got the soccer programs coming at me i've got the this is the special baseball program this is the basketball program and and i'll sit them all down and talk to them and i say why i don't have a basketball squad i don't have a football squad i don't have a soccer squad what i can do is make your kids strong when they come in the weight room and strong is better than weak i said do you want strong fast kids or do you want weak slow kids well we want strong fast kids here's how we do it hmm. A friend of mine sent me an email last week, and I'm not going to tell you who this is because you'll know immediately who it is, and I don't want to get him in trouble, but his, uh, his uh, women's soccer coach went into his office, came into his office last week and said, you know, 
Uh, I've been visiting a bunch of uh, high-level soccer programs around the country, and uh, I think that uh, from now on, I don't think we need to do uh, any more Olympic lifting for these uh, for these girls. And he said, "Well, what do you mean?" He said, "Well, the, to for, it, it, to begin with, they don't need to be bench pressing." This is a level of understanding, right? Right. And uh, well, I can do you. you know, I mean, yeah. you you you've get, you probably get stories like that, and it's uh, well, your uh, soccer coach says that. My one of my assistant soccer coaches says that. <laughs> they said the program's pretty good, but the problem is we have weak ankles. <laughs> so let me get to that. I said, I'm getting right on those. We'll get some ankle right. exercises done. So how? So you've got how many kids in the weight room at any given time? I have anywhere from, I could have anywhere from about 60 to 200 in there at a time. So what do you do? What the hell do you do with 60 kids standing there blinking? What do I do, Coach? What, are they, what do you it's, tell them? It's, it's, it's that, that's a challenge. God, it's, I it's, the simplest, it's the simplest thing I do all day. I, I tell the coach, I said, you tell me how many people are going to be in the weight room. Tell me how much equipment I have. Tell me how much time I have. And I just divide it by time. So I'm going to have the kids come in and we're going to bench press, we're going to clean and we're going to squat. We've got 50 minutes where we're going to cut those up in about, oh, 15, 16 minutes a piece. Mm -hmm. And we're going to rotate through them, get to your top set of whatever I tell you. And then you're done and we rotate to the next. So right. let's say, let's say I have 80 or 90 football players in there. And I say, all right, we're, we've got an hour to work out. So we're going to start out with snatches, sets of three, go. That's all they know. They don't, if, if I told them to do five sets of three, they wouldn't have a clue what I'm talking about. All right. The football coaches, when I first got there, said, well, how many sets were you doing? I said, when I say stop. And they just, what does that mean? I said, that means you, your job is to make them go to a heavy set of three. And if you haven't heard anything from me yet, they've got three choices. They can either do that set of three again. If they don't make it, drop down a little bit and get another set of three. If they made it, let's add five pounds and see if we can get another set of three before mm -hmm. the whistle's blown. I blow the whistle and say, now we're going to clean sets of three. And there's time for warm-ups and everything else, right? Yeah. Have you heard of college, uh, of high school strength coaches, strength coaches, uh, telling their kids to go straight to their work set without warm-ups? No. Well, I have. Yes, yes, yes. I have. I mean, I've I heard of that. No. Yes. Yeah. I've, I've heard of that. Right. It happens here in Wichita Falls. Right. And. Uh, but I mean, that, no, I don't. This, yeah. This don't. Th this indicates uh, to me. Um, a couple of very profound problems with high school strength and conditioning. Uh, first off, these people aren't very bright. <laughs> second off, second of all, these people are, are not bothering to learn what they don't already know. And it's, it's distressing to me, it really is. If I take a kid through a workout, like we take those football players through a workout that I was just talking about in an hour's time, we start with snatches. We start with the bar. We do a, we do sets with the bar. Light, light. You know, start with the bar. Work light. You know, I've got kids. Just in, normal warm up progression, yeah, and, and we hurry. And we and we start, and we, and I put and them. And that's hey, maybe that's the conditioning. Yeah, that's it. And I tell them that I I by the by the way I make the groups, I can kind of monitor. I can control that. So in season, if we go have to go faster, we go groups of three. Mm -hmm. We move a little faster because you lift when you you lift when. Your rest time is when the other two guys are going. Right. Off season, I want them to get stronger and our emphasis on weight, so we put them in groups of five. It takes longer for you to get to your set, so you stand there and so wait a little longer. Rest. You get a little more gas in the tank, so you can lift heavier. Mm -hmm. 
at the end when we test, everyone's happy because we lift a whole bunch of weight and we're bigger and stronger and we can jump higher and run faster. And everybody on the team through the whole season is progressing because yeah. they're training. Right. They're not exercising in the weight room. Right. And this is, uh, it, it's, it's, it's interesting to me that it is 2016 and we don't know any more about this than we did in 1966. And it's, uh, I, I, I'm going to lay the blame squarely on the backs of you guys in high school weight rooms across the country. This is your fault and you need to get it fixed. Okay. We'll be glad to help you here. John will be glad to help you, but you, you guys have got to stop doing this. You're committing malpractice. You're not helping your kids and you're not helping yourselves either. Okay. John, I appreciate you being here. Yeah. John's at Longview High School. He'd be glad to talk to you if you'll get a hold of him there. You got an email address you'd like to use? Uh, Jjanacek at lisd.org. J-A-N-A-C-E-K, just like it sounds. <laughs> like it sounds. <laughs> I don't know why you'd spell it wrong. Oh, God, no. It's a, that's a Czech name. It Czechoslovakian? Is. It's actually Janacek, yeah. Ah. Yeah. But a long time ago, you just get tired of it. Well, Corrected, so we, we like the beer. Jan, the check's close enough. We like the beer. Yeah. Get a hold of John. If he can help you, he will. Get a hold of us. We'll do the same thing if you'll listen. Thanks for watching the podcast today. We'll talk to you next time.